Ladies and gentlemen, welcome along to the first edition of the podcast. And this is a great start because Faith's across the table for me, passing her pants already. And gone, you said don't laugh. Because I said don't laugh. Obviously, right. The first thing you're going to do is laugh. Laugh, that's right. Because right. I can't help myself. Okay, right, right. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is the 14th, 13th of January. I don't know. Doesn't matter, does it? Doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter what day or date it is. No, it's the 13th because it's two weeks to your brother's birthday. Right, okay. So, we're recording this right at the beginning of the year 2021. Um, hoping that this year is a wee bit better than last year. Yeah. We had a bit of a bizarre year last year, as you know. If you're a human being listening to this. Um, so we've decided to throw a wee podcast together to discuss the ins and outs and funny wee happenings that occur to both of us. So my name is Paul and I am Faith's stepdad. Faith, tell the people listening a wee bit about yourself. Um, I am a... I'm a teenager who is very into music and musical theatre. Um, I sing at a choir on a Friday night, which you're obviously not allowed today right now because we're still in this whole lockdown thing. But this was a good B-side project that I was interested in doing. So Faith is interested in all things to do with the media and creative, uh, the creative industries and stuff like that. So we decided to have a week go at throwing a podcast together. Faith also, I think this will be interesting. No, no interesting because of me, because I'm not that interesting. Mm. But Faith is a very interesting life. Faith, would you like to tell the listeners why you might have a slightly different perspective on things to the people that are listening? Um, I, I have cerebral palsy. I am a wheelchair user. Um... And I can um, suffer with a lot of pain and tiredness. Um, so I might have a different perspective on things. Yeah, so and I think it's been very interesting because over the last almost a year, we've had to really restrict what we're able to do and stuff like that. And that's something that you need to live with anyway, and it? You can't always do what everybody else does because of your chair and because you're in pain and stuff like that. So you've maybe, do you think you've coped better than other people with uh, the restrictions? Because you live with restrictions in general. Would you say that's true or false? Um, or both? I don't know. I mean, to be fair, I didn't really go out a lot. And I wasn't able to do a lot of things that other people do anyway. So... I don't think it's the um, being inside the house that's been the issue. I think it's just been the things like choir or going to see a show maybe every so often that's caused the other wee things, that only wee things that I do. I think it's had a bigger impact on me emotionally, but, oh, but it looks... It doesn't really look as if I've lost that much, but the things that I did lose are very important and close to my heart, so it's been hard for my brain to adjust to. Right. Um, 
but I'm I'm quite proud of myself in the sense that I've found things to do and I've kept myself as positive as I can be. So what would you say then? Obviously, we'll 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 just talk about this. This was never what we planned to talk yeah. about, really. But no. So, what would you say are your coping strategies then for living a life that you are restricted in? So, what would you say that? What would you do or advise somebody who's maybe struggling a wee bit by not being able to do the things that they want to do? That's obviously something you've got to experience in. What would your advice be to somebody that's that's feeling that? That's a good question. Um. Just like you, it took me years, but well, I'm 15 in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. but it took me nearly up to this point in my life to think, well, I can't do this, but what, what do I, what is my thing? Right. And I feel like I'm. It's took me to this point in my life, to nearly 15, to at least get on the start of that journey to feel like I'm becoming my own person rather than the person with the disability. Alright, okay. Which is a nice feeling, but also it's a bit scary. So um, are you saying then that you should not think of yourself as a person living during a pandemic, but you should be thinking of yourself... <laughs> as a person who has to cope with this, but that doesn't really define what you are and what you can do. Pretty much. Like, if if you're really, really determined and really passionate about something, then you will find a way to do it. And there's, and there's really no doubt about it. And I've discovered that. Like... Deciding I was going to do a kill walk. I can't walk, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's <laughs> no funny, but it <laughs> And everybody, I went to the school and told them all, and they all thought it was funny because they didn't know the backstory. But I knew I was going to do that somehow. As soon as somebody mentioned to me, why don't you try that? I knew I was going to. Because I wanted to accomplish something and right. I, I knew I was going to do it. I've not done it yet because... Right, so this is a good, a, good, a good thing to discuss then. So there is a, a charity event called the Kilt Walk that loads of people don't know what you're talking about and some people might have already done. And so what it is, is it's like a charity walk um, over X amount of distance that you do in Glasgow. I think there's one in Edinburgh, might be one in Dundee or Aberdeen as well. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously a big, huge charity thing that loads of people participate in to raise money for various charities. Now, Faith uh, signed up for that in April. Obviously, it's been yeah. postponed till August of this year. So, Faith, as somebody who isn't able to walk um, and uses a wheelchair full-time, why would you sign up for a kilt walk and how are you going to tackle that? Um... Why would I sign up for a kilt walk? Um, I'm not really sure, to be honest. I, I I heard that there was some people, like there's a lot of people that were doing it for the same charity as me and I, I'm attached to the people. Right, okay. And I'm attached to that charity and I just over 
overall thought it would be a nice experience and I knew because when I was approached about doing it I knew that folk were going to look at me and think what, what do you mean? Like I knew it was a kind of obscure thing to do. Yes, absolutely. But so, so that was a main... So how are you actually going to physically tackle that then? Um. Talk somebody well, through. How are you going to do that? Right, well, I've... Obviously you know this, but I've got my manual chair. Right, so you have two wheelchairs? Well, yes, but I don't use so I'm in this I'm in the electric one right now. Right, you find it much easier using the electric one. Um, yeah and it's a lot more comfortable. Mm -hmm. However I do have a manual chair for the likes of going on holiday or X, Y and Z. Right. And I don't like being in it and I've not pushed it for years but I thought do you know what because the main reason I really did it or was going to do it aside for the fact that I'm obviously attached to the charity is because loads of folk probably thought how is that disabled person going to do that mm -hmm. and I, I like when folk look at me as if I'm a wee bit strange <laughs> and I like proving them wrong and going there is an alternative. Right, so you're going to do the kilt walk in your manual chair? Yes. And it's six miles? Yes. Or ten kilometres? And you... So what was so how, how are we going to divvy that up then because pushing yourself for those six miles is probably uh, a wee bit... Aye. Yeah. A push <laughs> for you. So um, how, how are we going to do it then? What's the plan? Um. Well, since I'm not, I decided that I still wanted to do it, but I wasn't doing the six mile thing. Mm -hmm. I approached you and I asked what you thought because I was really. You approached me, that sounds like you spoke to my agent. <laughs> you, you, you inquired if I was available. Um, right, which I was. So we've decided that we're both going to do it. We've decided that we're both going to do it and sign up together and you push off mm -hmm. and I'll roll myself off. <laughs> which is... So that's how we're going to divvy it up. And that's going to be a real challenge for you, isn't it? That's yeah. going to be hard. And it's now been... Because I don't know why, but folk feel... Seem to be quite awkward about calling it the kilt walk <laughs> in front of me. So, so you caught the... So it's became the kilt roll. The kilt roll for you. Excellent. Um, so, but you know what? That's a great topic to start off on because that is something we're looking forward to this year. Didn't think I was... Didn't think this was what I was going to be talking about, but yeah. I'm and it, that's something we're excited about this year, so I think that's what the topic of this will be. Let's talk a wee bit more about things we're looking forward to in 2021, shall we? Yep. Magic, all right. So, 2021, Faith. 
You're turning 15 this year. Yep. I'm turning 35. Oof. Are you? So, obviously, tricky year last year. Um, obviously, we're all hoping for better this year. Um, we talked a wee bit about the kilt walk there. That's something we're both excited to do. Tell me something else that you are ready to either start doing again or looking forward to doing in 
You know what might be quite funny actually? Oh dear, what? The rigmarole getting you onto an aeroplane. Oh god! Right? And it's like as you and me into it. I have got some funny stories about that. So, like, when you go in a wheel, like, when you're trying to take a wheelchair on an aeroplane, it's like a major faff in it. So, you basically need to, like, phone the airline in advance, and then you. But the the cool thing is, you get taken, like, you skip all the queues. Aye. Um, but it's like when you go through security and stuff, it can be quite funny. Oh God! They're like checking under your tiles. Aye. <laughs> smuggling drugs. Um, they took my cushion off my chair. That's right. I'm pretty sure they like, you were supposed to hold me while this guy unzipped all the. That's right. All the Malaga airport when the guy told you to get up and walk. Oh, oh yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, eh. <laughs> In broken Spanish. She no walking. She cannot walk. She used wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's weird because we got on the plane first. Mm. Right, we get like the wee, uh, wee crane picks us up at the side, takes us on, and then you got. It's <laughs> so it's always like these nice guys that like Ryanair or EasyJet or whatever. And then they'll put you on the wee trolley thing. Aye. And then shunt you along <laughs> sit you on the plane. And then on the other side, when it's like somebody Spanish or Portuguese, they're like, Hola! <laughs> they're like, Fred, we will lift you now. <laughs> and they put you on the wee trolley on the other side. But it's, ni- but it's nice because the weather's nice on that Aye. side. So when we're stuck outside on the crane, we're actually sunbathing. Get- I mean, getting back to Scotland in the other hand. Uh, Not no, as much fun. No. Because you're up in that wee crane getting blasted. Freezing. Arctic wind. So, uh, so there you go. Something you would never think about. So as a gargantuan pain in the arse getting on a plane with a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Be thankful we don't... I mean, be thankful we don't have to do that really. Although... It's kind of funny though. I we have a laugh. It's kind of funny and also everybody hates the home security and Aye, all it's that. Not a nice experience. And getting cold when you come back somewhere funny isn't it? So I suppose everybody's got their pet peeves. That is what it is, but we would take it the new, wouldn't we? Aye. Definitely would. Definitely. What's your favourite thing about being on holiday? What's my favourite thing about being on holiday? Oh, um, <laughs> just just being able, like, I love sitting and people watching. Right. I love like sitting in the sun and people watching me. A nice drink of juice and. Oh, nice drink of juice. I get a fancy glass. I was going. Go I was gonna go there, but right, I okay. was gonna go there, but um, that's maybe a story for a another day, right? Okay. Um, and what about the pool and stuff? Yeah, I always like the swimming pool. Yeah, I like the swimming pool. Um, nice food, chilling, and even if it's fun, even sitting in the balcony, isn't it? I know. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> 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 it's just staring into the distance there. <laughs> Absolutely freezing cold night. Aye, so that's that's what I'm excited about next year. This year, if we could get a wee holiday, man, oh, bring it on. It would be amazing. We should go to 
Uh, only I know we've talked about it, but Apparently, Rome is excellent for wheelchairs and all yeah. very accessible. Sound. I think it's like in the top five places to go for accessibility or something. Aye, so I will get there one day. Aye. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Hopefully. Absolutely. Thank so I so I think um on that sort of positive and hopeful note we'll round it up. Yeah, um, that was a kind of random episode considering th- we were talking about. New Year's resolutions. Aye, but you know what? But, I think that's um, what we want to spread a bit of positivity. There's enough negativity out there. So we're hopeful that by tw- the end of this year, 2021, is the year we get all the fun things in life back. But do you hopefully. know what? We're making marine fun in this house. This is why we're yeah. doing this. And as Faith has said, we have to overcome challenges every day. Yep. And this is just a really big challenge for a lot of people. Yep. Would you agree? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Right, so thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, the podcast that's what we're going to call this. Yep. Uh, in fact, do you want to explain really quickly why <laughs> we're called the FODcast? <laughs> Just for, the um, F-O-D-cast, the FODcast. Oh, dear. Um, right, so really briefly and speedily, which I'm not good at, but all the yeah, you know, um, we did the quiz. And where was it? Torremolinus. Ah, in Spain, eh? Pop, yeah. Pop quiz. A pub quiz in Torremolinus in Spain. And I'll, um, I think mum was like, oh, I can't really be bothered and picking a name. She said Faith was... A team name. And... The first thing I could come up with, which I wouldn't have picked if I, if I had known that it's going to be this thing that comes up every time we're on holiday now, but the first thing that came to my head was a terribly cheesy name of the family of dreams. <laughs> so now we... And we won the quiz we by the, the quiz. We won the quiz by the way. Twenty euros and a bottle of champagne. So this is for some reason that name has stuck. We, we've even got an Instagram family Instagram right, page so that my mum set up that makes me cringe every day. <laughs> but um You went supersonic there. Well it's true though. Um So that's why it's the podcast, because of the yeah. The team name for the Tourmalines Pub Quiz, which we are, of course, the champions of. And hopefully we get to defend our title this year. Hopefully. How does that sound? <laughs> Magic. All right. right, okay, everybody, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much, that was fun. And peace, love and positive vibes, and we'll catch you soon. Bye. Bye.